0: Hello everyone and welcome back to On Air with Cargo Flash, where we talk about the news, views and reviews of the air cargo industry that you need to know about. For anyone else listening to us for the first time, allow me to tell you with all the pride and joy that this is our fourth episode of this series. For this episode, we have with us Mr. Saurav Pathak, Director of Solutions Delivery at Cargo Flash Infotech, who would be talking about one of the most trend-setting topics of today's time. The rapid rise of e-commerce owing to the global lockdown. But before we begin, I would want to thank all of our audience for their love and support ever since we launched our first episode of this podcast. For people who are listening to us for the first time, please tune in to our previous episodes and let us know how you feel about them. Coming back to today's session, our guest speaker has an overall operational experience of 27 years which includes setting up and running airline cargo operations across India and international airlines. Also, he has an experience in setting up and heading domestic door-to-door e-commerce handling operations on a pan-India level. He has been working with an IT company providing solutions in the air cargo domain, taking care of its business and maintenance for the customers and whatnot. Whoa, Some resume, I must say. Presently, he is working as the Director of Solutions Delivery for Cargo Flash Infotech and steers the business team to ensure that they understand customer and market requirements at the development which is planned by the technical team. In line with the customers and market expectations to deliver the product as per the agreed timelines, Mr. Pathak has been consistently delivering quality. So please welcome on board Mr. Saurav Pathak. Hello, sir. Welcome to the fourth episode of On Air with Cargo Flash.
1: Thank you, Shanti. Uh, delighted to be part of such an amazing podcast series uh, that's doing superb already.
0: Yes, thank you. So before we reached out to you, sir, for this particular episode, I did my homework on the latest available data. I was just looking around uh, on the internet, and I gathered that an estimation of uh, around a uh, global B two B e-commerce in the year 2020. Was, uh, around 21.8 trillion US dollars, representing around 82% of all e-commerce, including both sales over online market platforms and EDI transactions. That's right, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's a whooping, whooping rise, must I say. And having such a broad experience in the door-to-door operation segment, sir, what's your take on the sudden growth? Like, was it sudden? Was it predictable? Uh, owing to the ongoing demands in the past?
1: Um, You see, the lockdown has brought several changes in our lives as well as lifestyle. Uh, I would say that the uh, maximum digitization in the business in our uh, day-to-day lives occurred owing to the pandemic and uh, its associated restrictions, uh, which were kind of enforced by the authorities to kind of control the effects of the pandemic. Uh, in fact, the pandemic has forced the uh, small businesses to reassess their decade-old traditional business models to either go digital or uh, face permanent closure. Um, mm-hmm. The e-commerce share in the post-COVID era is also still rapidly changing due to new behavioral shifts in the shopping habits of the consumers. Uh, in fact, as per some estimates, around 67% of the customers uh, shop differently uh, due to COVID-19, which is yes. kind of uh, phenomenal.
0: Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Also, the dramatic rise in the e-commerce amid the movement restriction and other other restrictions that we were bound into induced by the COVID-19 has exhibited an increase in the online retail sales share as well.
1: Um, yeah, well, indeed, uh, these latest statistics show that the growing importance of online activities, uh, they also point to the need of countries, uh, especially developing ones like ours, to have such information as they rebuild their economies in the wake of COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, as um, uninterrupted lockdowns became the new normal, businesses and consumers increasingly went digital and uh, started providing purchase more goods and services online. Uh, We know China continues to dominate the overall e-commerce market ahead of uh, US and UK. Uh, But India didn't fall back either.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of India as an e-commerce market, sir, any shift that you would like to point out today? Um,
1: Well, uh, despite the cross-country differences, The COVID-19 crisis has uh, enhanced dynamism in the e-commerce landscape across the country and has expanded the scope of Hmm. e-commerce. Consumer segments and products like medicines, uh, groceries, services like uh, instant door-to-door transfers have become common these days. Um, The e-commerce transactions have partly shifted from luxury goods to services of everyday necessity. Uh, and these trends are extremely positive. The Indian e-commerce market is predicted to increase by approximately 21.5% reaching about $74-75 billion by this year end. Right. Uh, there are reports which suggest that the Indian e-commerce market is expected to grow and is growing at a whooping rate. And it would reach around $300 billion, $350 billion by 2030. Uh, primarily, this is uh, because of internet penetration. Um, uh, currently, as, I, as per my understanding, there are approximately 650 million active internet users in the country today, um, which is approximately say 47% of the total population. Wow. Uh, yeah, this number is growing approximately at a rate of five to six percent per annum, which is which is substantial. Um, I I believe that the internet penetration and Mm -hmm. the change in the consumer habits due to the uh, current situation pandemic has, uh, in fact, propelled the e-commerce boom in the country. And uh, this is permanent. Uh, um, uh, It has been accepted uh, as a popular channel, uh, not only by the buyers due to the convenience, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: also by the sellers as it eases capital investment at their end as well.
0: True, true. The numbers do look promising. And like you mentioned that, you know, this is here to stay. It's permanent. However, we need to recognize the challenges, too, as people are now continuing to embrace the new ways of not just accepting Internet, but also making e-commerce a part of their uh, day to day lives. Right, sir?
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You're right. Uh, There are there are obstacles as well. And uh, the stakeholders are continuously trying uh, to streamline the processes. Uh, The logistic challenges in India is just not about lack of standardization in the postal addresses. Mm. But given the size of the country, there are thousands of towns that are not easily accessible. Uh, Metropolitan cities and other major urban centers have fairly robust uh, logistic infrastructure. But since the, I would say, the real charm of the Indian market lies in the, in the large population, um, the, the absence of seamless service to such a significant proportion of uh, prospective customers is definitely a major roadblock.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, the, the problem with logistics is compounded by the fact that uh, the cash-on uh, delivery is the preferred payment option in India. And uh, due to high return rates, uh, payment defaults, the sellers and the platforms, uh, you know, identify areas where they do not offer such facility, which has its own negative impact. Right. Um, Having said that, I must also acknowledge that there have been immense effort by uh, private companies, Indian companies and government owned postal services to support the logistic problems and to solve the logistic problems uh, right. the regulatory authorities have also contributed by easing interstate uh, cross-border transportation challenges mm. uh, however i feel that, you know further improvements are desired to facilitate uh, the trade
0: absolutely we are always open to improvements and evolution i'm sure but any stream of light uh, that should also fall on the consumer end i suppose
1: Yes, uh, for customers, uh, systemic challenges related to connectivity, um, smoother, faster payment mechanism and above all data security to protect personal information um, uh, remains a challenge which needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as regards to connectivity, the telecom service providers, both uh, you know, public and private, are trying their best to reach out and improve connectivity across the country. Right. The, the financial institutions are working continuously to extend reliable and hassle-free payment uh, settlement modes to facilitate e-commerce trade. Um, as regards to the data security, uh, the Indian Protection uh, Personal Data Protection Bill was mm-hmm. proposed sometime back in 2019, I believe, right. and uh, which is currently under review. Okay. Uh, okay. The lawmakers do recognize, you know, that there is a need for same. Uh, but I believe once implemented, it will ensure that India has the standard set of rules and regulations with uh, regard to data protection.
0: Right. Right. Taking a few from what you just mentioned, sir, that the lawmakers do recognize the need of the uh, same or how the demand is surging with every sunrise. Will it be politically correct if I say that the government, too, needs to ensure a well-oiled machine to run the entire system of e-commerce?
1: Absolutely, Shanti. You're right. Uh, The government should refine policies to aid the e-commerce market. Um, The authorities should further refine communication, uh, infrastructure, economy, logistics for seamless trade. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that the government needs to address particular needs of SMEs primarily uh, by ensuring a fair playing field uh, in context of uh, intermediated services.
0: Absolutely. I think SMEs are the future and we should be taking it as a priority. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Lastly, I feel no discussion about the e-commerce industry or how the domain is working every day can be completed till we speak about how Cargo Flash in particular is contributing to its further development. As a pioneer of you know, digital solutions for the logistics industry, I know how Cargo Flash is doing its massive bit for this first to last mile operations. Anything you would like to shed light
1: upon, Kansal? Yes, uh, yes, Shanti. In fact, uh, you know, Cargo Flash um, as a company which uh, primarily focuses on the air cargo domain right. was uh, able to clearly identify the challenges faced by the e-commerce industry on the handling side of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the phenomenal growth, the e-commerce industry continues to have challenges in terms of, I would say, visibility, uh, lag track and trace. Uh, first mile and last mile continues to be a, 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 a major challenge. Right. And uh, Cargo Flash's, uh engine e-commerce is a product which has been developed, keeping in mind the complex requirements of the e-commerce handling. Um, this solution has been successfully implemented and is in use for, uh, let's say, past couple of years by some of our customers.
0: Yes. Yes, and several international customers are actually giving good presents. Uh, looking at the current client portfolio, I'm I'm certain that Cargo Flash will definitely further climb the ladder of innovation and evolution in order to bolster this entire e-commerce domain worldwide. Sure. Well, yes. those were some insightful views, which are surely worth a note, and I'm sure that one episode is just not enough for this vast a subject. But before we wrap up today's dialogue, sir, I have a quick kind of rapid fire questions for you. We do this with every guest coming on our podcast. Are you ready for it?
1: Yes, of course. Perfect.
0: So uh, I'll start with a very serious yet insightful question for one technology that all e-commerce companies right now needs to implement immediately.
1: Hmm. Um, I would say blockchain.
0: Right. Makes sense. Yes. And speaking of e-commerce, how how... Often do you shop online?
1: Oh, me? Well, uh, not, not too frequently. <laughs>
0: Coming from someone who's working on e-commerce and not shopping <laughs> between, you need to justify that. <laughs> and which e- e-market is your favorite one currently?
1: Um, yes, I would say Amazon.
0: Absolutely. I think it's almost everyone's favorite. Yes. Indeed. If you ever wish to start your own e-commerce website, sir, what would its uh, product or service be?
1: Uh, definitely, definitely uh, services. Um, I,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have it on my mind, a portal for crowdsourcing for uh, first and the last mail services, which is, uh, which as I mentioned earlier, is a, is a pain area for the industry. So definitely services.
0: Right. And I'm so certain that's going to do amazing. We look forward to further developments from you. <laughs> Lastly, I'm sure we all are curious to know, especially people who really know you in and out, What is your latest online purchase?
1: So, in fact, you know, I just bought a mobile phone for myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very convenient. (laughs) But um, I'm sure that, you know, we have more to learn from you. You have been in this industry for so many years. You have seen the ups and downs and the shifts with every sunrise. And you know how things are going in the pathway of evolution and further development. Well, that's quite an interesting rapid fire and even more interesting a dialogue having with you. From what all we gathered today, guys, enhanced dialogues and collaboration are required to identify new pathways for digital economy through door to door business. Right, sir? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the coming years and the years to come, we will look back to twenty twenty as the moment that changed everything. The year turned out to be the milestone for the new chapter of the future and nowhere else has an unprecedented and unforeseen growth occurred as in the digital and e-commerce sectors which have boomed amidst a crisis like the COVID-19 pandemic. On that note I thank Mr. Saurav Pathak for his valuable time and knowledge. We surely look forward to having you back on our show sir. Like I said the subject cannot be a one episode affair. We, we want more from you. Thank you so much for your time sir.
1: Thank you so much, Shanti, for having me on the call.
0: Lovely. Thank you. you. Well, that will be all for Episode 4, and it was surely an interesting one. I really hope that each one of our audience could find some interesting takeaways from our fourth episode. Also, do not forget to follow Cargo Flash on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Please share your valuable comments and feedback with us. And you may also visit our website, www.cargoflash.com. Trust me, we have some interesting insights and inputs coming up on our website. Please visit our website immediately. Till we bring to you yet another exciting episode of On Air with Cargo Flash, we wish you all that you stay safe, happy, and stay tuned. Thank you.